What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome back into the Tide Talk podcast presented by TideTalkSports.com. Stacy Blackwood here, and I am joined once again by my good friend and pal, Jake Thomas. Jake, how's it going, buddy? Man, it's going great. Uh, just uh, excited about the uh, the big win for the basketball team today, and uh, that's what we're going to focus on, man, tonight. So let's jump right into it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, big win today for Alabama. Uh, you know, setting the record in a conference game or against a con- conference opponent for most points with 115 against Georgia. Uh, you know, and it's kind of coming off a couple games where the offense had been struggling. You know, we lose the, the, the road game against Oklahoma in the Big 12 SEC Challenge, uh, then go on the road and lose to Missouri in a, in a hard fall game where they made that great comeback in the second half. Uh, and then this last, uh, you know, earlier this week, they were able to go on the road and beat South Carolina. You know, a game they kind of had to grind out and, and play for 40 minutes and were able to come away with a win. And then today the offense started clicking again. And, and Jake, when the offense plays well and the, the ball's going through the net from the outside, this team is is fun to watch. Oh, absolutely, man. T- today uh, at the three-point line, they sh- uh, shot 60% as a team. Uh, and that's what we're, we're accustomed to seeing under a NATO's-type offense. Uh, you know, he does not like the mid-range shot. He either wants it under the basket or he wants a three-point shot put up. And, and today, they, they were falling finally. And um, and we actually had a good day uh, with our free throws, too. You know, in that, uh, uh, that Missouri game, we missed a lot of free throws. And um, – and it was good to see that, that uh, you know, we, we had 30 uh, chances today and made 25 of them. So, that's great to see as well. Yeah, the ball was just going through the net for Alabama today. You know, overall, they were they were 36 of 56 from the field. Then, like you mentioned, they, were, they, they made 18 three-pointers, 18 of 30 as a team. And then, like you mentioned, 25 of 30 from the, from the free throw line. So, just <laughs> quality – Quality numbers there. Uh, when you shoot 64% from the field, 60% from the three-point line, and 83% from the free throw line, you're going to win a lot of games because you're going to be scoring a lot of points. So uh, just an incredible offensive performance from the team. And, you know, something that's kind of crazy is that, you know, Herb Jones was the leading scorer with 21 points. And, mm-hmm. you know, when your team scores 115, you kind of think that one guy maybe had 40 or so. And, right. you know, that just that just wasn't the case. Uh you know, Herb had 21, Primo with 19, Shackelford with 18, Quinterly with 16, Petty with 13. You know, and then you get guys that are nearing that 
that double figure mark with, you know, Keon Ellis with eight, Reese with seven, Miles with seven, and Rojas with five. So, you know, just a total team effort today and just one of the better all-around offensive games that I've seen in a long time. Absolutely, man. Just think, uh, if we keep this up and, and, you know, we get Bruner back, this team's going to be dangerous come SEC time or tournament time and NCAA tournament time. Uh, and one thing I loved about today's win, even even though Petty did, you know, shoot or make 13, uh, have 13 points, the team rallied around him, you know, not having the best of his, his day shooting. And, you know, like guys like you said, Primo and Quinley all stepped up big and had big games for us. So, uh, you know, when, when they get production like that, they're going to be hard to stop. Yeah, anytime you your team has, you know, four to five guys that are scoring in double figures, you know, that that really puts a lot of pressure on the opposing pressure on a lot on the opposing team's defense, uh, to kind of trying to figure out who you're gonna try to stop. And it was just a you know, a tsunami of guys. You know, Primo was scoreless in the first half and then comes out in the second half with nineteen points. So, you know, you kinda gotta pick your poison when you're playing Alabama, uh, who you're gonna try to control. Herb, when he is making shots and, you know, getting to the rim and finishing at the rim, he is as good a player in college basketball as there is. And that's just a fact. He's already one of the best defenders in in college basketball, can defend all five positions. Uh, You know, he he does the majority of the ball handling for Alabama. And like I mentioned, when he's knocking down that outside shot, he was three or four today. You know, he was getting to the rim and finishing well. Uh, Herb is 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 a hard player to stop at that length at six foot eight, uh, with him long arms. He's just a he's a fun player to watch, and the transformation that he has made under Nate Oates is is really just remarkable. Absolutely, man. And you said it. Uh, he has really improved on his three point uh, percentages this year. Uh, he is shooting the ball a whole lot better uh, at the three three point line, but he can also, you know. He uh, he can take it to the basket as well, as best as I've seen anybody do it in a long time. And, uh, you know, like you said, he's gritty on the defensive end. And uh, he always – seems like he always wins the hard hat award. Uh, so, he he's one of my favorite players that, that I've ever, you know, seen play at Alabama. And it's, there's been a lot of great players at Alabama. But, but something about her, this is spirit, man, and his heart that he gives to this team is just all around amazing. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, he's just a tough dude. And you can mm-hmm. tell that basketball means something to him, that playing for Alabama means something to him. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's just fun to watch guys like that. It's fun to watch a guy like John Petty, you know, who come in as a as a five-star prospect. And, you know, you know, honestly, he probably wasn't a five-star prospect. He was right. slightly overrated. Uh, now, he was at least a four-star prospect, but he yeah. was just slightly overrated. Uh you know, that's not a knock on John. I mean, that's, you know, that's not his fault. But right. uh, he come in with high expectations, was, you know, in, real inconsistent his first couple of years on campus. He's really turned into a more consistent shoot, shooter. You know, we, we thought that he didn't really have a great day shooting today, but he shot three of seven from three. Right. Uh, I'll take that every day of the week. Absolutely. On Sunday. So, Petty has turned into a reliable guy. He has turned into a, you know, a, a really good defender. He can rebound the ball. He's an underrated passer. So, the, John Petty does all the other things really well now. 
and that just complements his ability to knock down the outside shot. And so he's a complete player now. He's a two-way player, much like Herb is now. Uh, Shackelford is now turning into that two-way player. Uh-huh. He, he played really, really good on defense today. You know, Georgia has some quick guards, and at, at the start of the game, that kind of gave Alabama a little bit of trouble. But Shackelford adjusted, and, and he is really – we already know what kind of offensive player he is and what he's capable of doing, you know, on the outside and, and driving to the basket and being able to finish around the rim. And, you know, last year as a freshman, he struggled as a defender – and, you know, that that's expected. You know, when you're in high school, you're not really playing guys that are, you know, the same talent level as you, so you don't have to defend as hard and give as much effort. But Shackleford has learned how to do that, and he is becoming a two-way player. So, you know, we really have three guys in the starting lineup that are really good two-way players with Herb Jones, Jaden Shackleford, and, and John Petty Jr. So th- this is becoming a complete team. Uh, you know, when, when Jordan Bruner is able to come back and you know, take over that starting position at the five spot with his ability to knock down shots, his abil- ability to f- facilitate the ball as well. You know, he, he's averaging two or three assists a game. So uh, he just adds another element to the offense, another, you know, uh, big body on the defensive end. So, you know, this team is, is not, you know, at – their peak yet and you know that's great because we want them to be at their peak when when march gets here absolutely and i've got two more points to make uh one about this team i want to go back real quick to that missouri game i remember there was a point in that game and i think it was in the second half we was down 22 and and this team just fought and clawed their way back i talked about heart earlier this team's heart. I mean, they fought and called their way back to within three and got beat by three. That was amazing. And, uh, you know, the, the the heart of this team and, and gelling together, yeah, it's still a loss, but but they grew, I felt like, in that game. And and like Nate Oates said, you know, you know, I, he, he just said, we've been telling these guys, you know, don't overlook anybody. We, we've been playing, you know, terrible here offensively lately and told them we're going to slip up, but but today was awesome. I mean, the second half, Stacey, they scored 64 points. I mean, in, in college basketball, you don't hardly ever see that, you know. In uh, one some teams half. don't score 64 in the entire game. <laughs> I know, and Alabama did it in a half. I'm like, oh, my God. So, you know, I, I think that finally got through to their heads what, what Coach O's been saying, you know, We've got it. We're, we're better than this on on the offensive side. We, we, we're going to get there. And I think today is the start of that. Yeah, you know, Nate, uh, I'm not sure he's getting the recognition nationwide that he he probably deserves. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has completely turned around this program. February has not been kind to us Alabama basketball fans in, in, mm-hmm. in the past, and uh, Nate has just not let that happen. The team is focused. The team is playing with incredible effort. Uh, today the shots were falling, and you're going to have days like this, especially in, in the style – uh, in the pace that Alabama plays. So, uh, just just Nate Oates has done an incredible job, and we, we've kind of talked at nauseum about uh, him needing to get that contract extension and the pay raise. Yes, and I'm, yes. and I'm, sure, I'm sure Greg Burns is going to make that happen. So, uh, that that will take care of itself. But just uh, Nate, Nate Oates has done an incredible job, and uh, th- this team is, is one of the most – one of the more fun teams that I can remember watching you know, in my time of, of watching Alabama basketball in the last, you know, 25 years or so. 
Absolutely, man. And it, it all starts, you know, like we said with Herb Jones and, and uh, John Petty, they, they are the heart of the team. And, uh, you know, Herb is just one, one incredible player. But the, the surrounding cast, like Shaggle for Primo, Quinley, they're all getting, you know, starting to hit their strides a little bit. And when we get Bruner back, that's going to be even that much more deadly. It's going to be that much more fun for us Alabama basketball fans for sure. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, <laughs> and before we move on from, from kind of this game, we can't go without mentioning that poster of a dunk. <laughs> Yeah. by Darius Miles. My goodness. My goodness, what a dunk, man. That was awesome. I was I I, I was like I was like the boys on the on the uh you know on the floor and I jumped out of my seat. I was like, ah, you know, that was amazing. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying I've been debating with myself. Was the the dunk the best part of it or was the bench reaction the best part of it? So <laughs> know, that, yeah. that that was a lot of that was a great moment. And man, that, that oh, oh Miles, he's kind of showed some flashes this year of of what type of player he can be. He's shown that he's able to knock down the outside shot, and now you're seeing a little bit of that athleticism and and what he can do when he attacks the basket. So uh the future's definitely in, in good hands with, with guys like Darius Miles. Absolutely, man. And you talking about the future, you know, we said the future, but we still got uh, got a good team here to, uh, to press forward this year. And uh, let's talk a little bit about the remaining schedule and what we see. Yeah, you know, uh, the next two games, Jake, uh, I would be very disappointed. Just, just you know, be, keeping it real, I would be very disappointed if we lost either of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go on the road uh, next Wednesday, February 17th, to play uh, Texas A&M. And, of course, they've been battling COVID for a couple weeks now. They haven't played. So, you know, they've got to be rusty and, you know, you know, really not, you know, probably kind of disinterested at this point. Uh, but, you know, and or it could be the reverse. They could be ready to play and fresh and all that. But the truth is we're more talented. We're, we're just flat out better and we should win that game. And, and then next Saturday, a week from today, the time that we're recording this podcast, uh, Alabama will host Vanderbilt there in, in Tuscaloosa, which is, you know, Vanderbilt's one, one of the bottom teams in the SEC, and, you know, Alabama should be able to handle them as well. And, the, and then, you know, we, we head to Arkansas in a couple weeks uh, to, to play the Razorbacks, and they're really playing well right now. Uh, they were able to, to beat Missouri today. Uh, it's it's always hard to play uh, there in, in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Uh, is it Bud Walton Arena? Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah, and just a tough place to play. And I know it's not the same right now with COVID, but you know that's that's a big game on Wednesday night. Uh, it's it's going to be on either ESPN two or ESPNU, so you know a national audience will be checking that game out. Uh, and and to me, that's if there's a game that Alabama may drop, that could be it on the remaining schedule, and then we'll finish up at Mississippi State and then hosting Auburn the last uh, game of the regular season on March 2nd. So uh, a very manageable schedule, if we're just being honest. Uh, I, I see no reason why we shouldn't finish, you know, 16-2 and two or so uh, in, in conference play uh, this season. Yeah, you're right, man. And, you know, um, what was funny is when, you know, when the schedule released uh, – you know, we was talking about the the front part of the schedule is going to be the worst, and I was like, man, if Alabama can, can go, then, you know, I think it was like the first five games was tough. It was like Alabama can go, you know, three and two, that'd be a, a huge win. And then look what they did, you know. But 
I'm on, I'm circling that, that, you know, Arkansas game just for the fact that I guarantee you that they remember that slacking they took, you know, uh, back on January 16th at Alabama and, and they're going to be hungry and ready for that game. Um, at their place, but uh, I, I'm with you. I think you know we we should be able to. We, you know, I think we could. We have the potential to win out for sure. But we may drop one, maybe two. But but uh, sixteen and two record in the SEC as an Alabama fan, I never would have expected that. You know, we are talking about Alabama, Alabama basketball, no doubt. But like you said, Nate Oates has changed the culture of of this program for the better, and this it's great to see. Yeah. Uh... If you would have told me, uh, what's what's our record right now in conference? Eleven and one is that yeah. what it is? Mm-hmm. If you would have told me we won eleven conference games this year, I would have said, yeah, that's probably about right. Yeah. But here we are sitting with eleven wins with with, with five games to go, and, and all <laughs> five are very winnable. So just uh, uh, it, it's it's incredible what Nate Oates has been able to do. Uh, you know, in the short amount of time at Alabama and uh, just the, the system that he is, he has brought and, and not only, and, and they brought it up today in the broadcast and I'm, I'm glad they did. And uh, they talked about the defense, the, the, the defense this year. And, and you look at today, for example, we give up 82 points, uh, but how many possessions did Georgia have in that game? I mean, you know, Alabama was putting in buckets left and right. In, in, in a pretty quick fashion. So, Georgia had a bunch of possessions, so they were going to have some points. And, and Nate Oates likes the defense's, defense efficiency numbers. And, and, you know, heading into today's game, Alabama was number one in the country. And keep in mind, there's about 350 Division One teams right. in college basketball. So, to be number one in defensive efficiency is a pretty big deal. So, uh, the the – the importance and the the amount of attention that that Nate and this coaching staff put on uh, the defensive side of the ball in the off season and then you know into this season has been has been incredible to jump from you know really we were just a really bad defensive team last season and, and this year to be number one in defensive efficiency is just a, just remarkable and it's just a testament to the to the work ethic of Nate Oates. And, you know, just his attitude of, of just wanting to be the best at what he's doing and and credit the players for buying in to the system, buying into Coach uh, Oates' vision for this program, uh, especially the older guys like Herb and Petty and Reese. You know, a lot of respect for those three guys. They've stuck it out this entire time, up and down careers uh, at Alabama, and, and here they are, you know, you know, reaping the benefits of, 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 you know, staying in Tuscaloosa, finishing the careers out there and, you know, a chance to win the SEC uh, regular season title. Absolutely, man. And I don't want to jump way too far ahead because, you know, we still got the SEC tournament. Did you see like the, I, I would call it like the mock, you know, what, what people think, the bracketology, uh, where yeah, they had it, was, it was actually yeah. the committee that, that that's what yeah. I, what you're referring to. It's kind of their mock. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if the tournament started today, this is what it would be. And yeah, I, I saw that. And 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 
and I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, you're good. Uh, first of all, I hope we don't get put in the same <laughs> same bracket as Gonzaga. No, that's what I was going to say. But you know that uh, that seems like it'd be a hard you know hard bracket here. But but just imagine you know meeting up Gonzaga uh, to play. I guess that would that would be the Elite it, Eight game. That would be yeah, the Elite Eight game. Yeah, imagine that Alabama making it to the Elite Eight and had to play Gonzaga to, to make it to the Final Four. You know that. I mean, it would make it that far. That's incredible. But but I have no doubt we can. But we've got to finish off these last five games. We've got to win. We, we want to win the SEC tournament for sure. So we got to stay focused. Don't look ahead. But, uh, but man, it, it sure is exciting times, you know, being an Alabama basketball fan for sure right now. Yeah, it's uh... – <sighs> I'm having the time of my life. You know, it's it's a great time to be a gump. Of course, we got a, a top ten softball team who's who's getting started this this weekend, and uh, the baseball team will get started this next weekend. Who's mm-hmm. also in the top twenty five? Gymnastics is doing their thing. So, just uh, a great time to be a gump, man. And uh, hopefully, uh, Nate Oates and company can can finish out the regular season strong, and like you said, make a good showing uh, come SEC tournament time. Uh, but but I don't really have anything else to add today, Jake. I really appreciate you hopping on with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a long time since we've been able to collaborate on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of fun talking some Bama Hoops. What a great time to be a Bama Hoops fan. Man, uh, yeah. You know, hop on uh, Twitter. Follow us at Tide Talk Sports. Uh, make sure you're you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, the Alabama Football News and Rumors channel that that Ricky and Jonathan are heading up over there, and they're doing a fantastic job with that. Uh, we appreciate uh, everybody that tuned in to Tide Talk Live, the you know the very first episode of that on YouTube the other night. That was a great turnout for that. Several call-ins. That was fantastic. That's going to be every Tuesday and Thursday night at six central. Mm-hmm. So. Make sure that y'all subscribe to the channel there so you don't miss any of that. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Blackwood89. I'm Jay Thomas Todd. And until next time, roll tide. Roll tide. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.